and we're live. We are from a lot of places. So we we have. I'm not even on my show yet. So welcome to the Coach Cameron podcast, episode seven forty four. Tonight we're going to delve into a capita. I keep thinking of from the office to capitated his head, or I don't even know how to say that. You don't even know the office, do you? No. All right. Well, if you do. Comment and by the way, we uh we didn't get a chance to do uh, a rundown or anything. So Anthony, it's been a while. Um, so Anthony Hildago's with us. Are you able to show yourself? Let's see. So you just click back and forth. There we go. All right. So Anthony Hildago played here at Phoenix College. He was an All American, and uh, he's now going to Gonzaga. You excited? You're all set up for that? Yeah, very. All right. Well, Anthony has a long throw in. Yeah, how far does your throwing go? I should have got videos of you throwing the dang ball. I don't know. At one point, it was going about like 45. 45 yards. And he's very tactical with it, so he'll, he's able to hit these line drives. Uh, he actually had an assist at Nationals with a throw-in, a quick throw-in, switching the point of attack from one side to another. Which game was that? Remember? Um, I think that was the second game. Second game? Yeah. Oh, that you, you hit the switching ball, then we hit another switching ball. Yeah. No, no, it was, it was off a of throw-in. It was like a water break, and then I just threw it straight into uh, to Ezekiel. Was oh, that was the first game. Oh, okay, okay. That was the first game, and we won 2-0 that game. Anyways, uh, so tonight we're going we're gonna to be covering a whole world of youth soccer from the sideline, and it's very entertaining and hopefully very informative. For you, the listener, the ones that enjoy this stuff, are you uh, a parent that loses control and doesn't know why and kind of blacks out next thing you wake up and you're 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 in jail and we're going to show you one of those we have a parent who got arrested and most likely going to lose their job if they don't win in court but punched a referee we're going to cover that and uh we have bones with us you can't see him yet we're going to wheel him in 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 a second for bones has been on this podcast now twice so we're going to show you bones because we're going to go over what's inappropriate touch and what's not appropriate so Appropriate and inappropriate touch. It's all inappropriate, so there's no such thing. Um, yeah, that's very confusing. And uh, we're still sponsored by botsguy.com. There's a, a little, hit the eyeball, so it's under the overlays. Like I said, we didn't do a pre-show uh, rundown. So on, under the overlays, you'll see botsguy.com. Oh, got it. Yeah, click. And you just click, and then it's in there. Eyeglass, and then you can pull it out. And uh, follow me on Rumble. So, and there's another overlay for Rumble. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, Rumble.com. You can follow me there. Just go Rumble.com. You can actually look at, at Coach Cameron. And thank you so much for subscribing to Rumble from last week's show. Uh, for the ones that don't know, I got banned from YouTube for showing a very inappropriate video, which we're going to show right now. Do you have that? To dra- drag in that YouTube video. I think it says banned on it. Banned video. Gotcha. Yeah, throw that in. Wait a minute. What is this? Are you kidding? Claymore. Oh, Claymore yeah. So, uh, were you able to get me back on? Yeah. Yeah, we're all good. So, yeah, I was uh, banned for showing that video. And by the way, we're live on YouTube again. But we're also live on Twitter, Facebook, and Rumble. If you're on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, please find a way to get to Rumble. That's where we're going to probably do most of the shows from, especially since I have two strikes from YouTube. The third strike, uh, 90 days, I'm gone. 
for showing that video. So we'll show it again. Wait a minute. What is this? Are you kidding? So, yeah, I was banned for that because YouTube believes that uh, that kind of dangerous violence I put on YouTube, it, it's going to destroy the world. So you can't do stuff like that, but I did it anyways. Culture matters. I want to show you goalkeeper wars from futsal. But so speaking of futsal, this whole episode uh, is coming from a parent who... She didn't yell at me, but she advised me that I must turn down the music. I, I run a futsal league here um, at Phoenix College, and it's a fundraiser for our program. And we play music, and it was too loud. And I'm like, it's too loud? It wasn't loud, but it was too loud that she wasn't able to communicate to her son. And she need, she came to me and scolded me. You need to turn that music down. I'm like, I was thinking it was like cuss words or something. And it was just too loud because she couldn't talk to her, her child. I'm like, oh, are you the coach? No, but my son needs to know I'm here. Huh. I said, okay. You're 10 feet away. I think she, he can see you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, comment. Uh, let us know if you feel like music is very inappropriate to drown out what we're hearing from the sidelines. I believe sidelines should be drowned with music. So the kids can just play. Kids are like dancing and stuff on the field. It was awesome. And then, of course, we get angry mom who thinks that they need to be heard. And my thoughts are, no, you don't. But before we start talking about sideline content, and we're going we're gonna to cover it with 10 specific uh, reasons why parents behave the way they do, feel like they have to interject into games. And then we're going to come with some solutions maybe. And uh, we're going to cover all that. But first, we're going to cover some of the news. Uh, U.S. soccer star Megan Rapino announces she'll retire after NWSL season. So uh, I don't want Megan to retire, Anthony. You don't? No. Why? Because I need her part of my show. Uh, for the ones that don't know, I smash Megan Rapino every Sunday. And I'm going to show you a montage of all the smashes I've done of Megan Rapino as she interfered by coming on our show before her retirement. Do you have that video? Yeah. I Throw that it. in. That flipping Megan. Maybe it's always coming on my show. Get off, Megan. It's not a smash. Smash. Have. A Megan. Always coming on the show. If Megan came near me, I would say she's sexually harassing me. Was that it? Oh, that was Megan. I gotta get out of here. She's gone. There she is. Always in the way. And I know how to get rid of her. You gotta do this. You took her out way too early. You blew it. Anyway, she won't go away. The class action lawsuit. <laughs> and you can follow me on TikTok. I think it's, what's my TikTok handle? At Coach Cameron? I think so. Yeah, something like that. Soccer, you can find me. Soccer Coach Cameron. We'll put it it's all probably, on, we'll put, I'll, I'll make you a, a You made page. me a link tree already. Yeah. Yeah, you already got me one. I'll, I'll put the, um, what's your uh, rumble? I'll put your rumble yes. link on there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And remove the futsal. Yeah. Because it's already it's rocking her own. Girl soccer coach arrested uh, on child sex charges. 
That's awesome. Do you have the overlay on that? Uh, police in Flower Branch say Calvin Cook, a teacher from Cherokee Bluff Middle School, and a girls' soccer team coach at Cherokee Bluff High School is facing child molestation allegations that date back at least to April 24th. The Hall County School District has alleged sexual misconduct occurred off campus. Okay, so it's all right. Cook, uh, who surrendered to the uh, police department over the holiday weekend, has been placed on leave without pay. <gasps> or wait, leave with pay. We pay our pedophiles. <laughs> so um, this brings us up to what's appropriate far as um, good touch, bad touch. So we're going to roll bones in uh, in a second, but you need to make sure uh, you always watch your kids, not around water, but around coaches. Coaches. Anyone now, teachers? All coaches, all teachers. Watch them all because they could potentially be an inappropriate toucher. All right, I got to roll in uh, Bones. I, I got him. You, you can say there. Let's turn the time over. Anthony, Anthony, tell us a little bit. I'm going to get Bones real quick. Uh, uh, tell us about uh, Gonzaga. Why did you choose Gonzaga? And uh, you had other options, and you chose Gonzaga to be a Zag. Tell us why you chose that, and what are you going to be studying, all that good stuff. Okay, real quick. Um. Jesuit college. That's pretty much the big reason. Uh, my high school is a Jesuit school. I really like their education, and I just like the community they built, um, and I kind of want to continue that. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to be doing cyber um, security and comp sci uh, when I'm over there. So it'll be very interesting and a lot of work. It's like I think I have to do 19, 18 or 19 credits a semester for the next four to oh geez to pass that's a lot in two years yeah all right so it, can you even see bones in the in the camera all right make the adjustment so as uh anthony's making the adjustment with bones we're going to show you what's appropriate touch and what's inappropriate touch there go. all right all right um so yeah so you, you can't you can't touch uh children and there's no good way of you know, doing it. If you're touching it, it's assume you're you're grooming them for inappropriate things. And speaking of which, uh, there's a movie out. Uh, what's that movie uh, that just came out um, about trafficking? Oh, I, I don't even know what it's called. No one's no one's covering it at all. Uh, like no news. I saw a video on this. Uh, um, yeah, you can't because those are controlling the media and everything. Are the ones that are t part of this trafficking ring of? Disgustingness, but um, uh, sound uh, sound of freedom. Is yeah, it, yeah, that's it. Sound of freedom. Comment. Have you seen the movie? Is it worth watching? Apparently, and it's already gotten more views than Indiana Jones. I I heard that too. But you don't even hear about it. We live in a sick, sick world. Trust nobody. So let me show you with bones what's appropriate touch, and you let me know. Is this appropriate? No, you can't do that. What about this? All right. So the reason I'm about, but you can't touch. Coaches out there, you can't touch. You can't even go, oh, it's okay. You don't touch the child. Same sex, opposite sex, doesn't matter. Don't touch. Okay. Can't do that. That's called grooming. Now, if you're a physical therapist, that's different. You're, you're, you're allowed to, like, do this kind of stuff. Uh, does it work? Yeah. Uh, inversion, eversion. How's your ankle swelling? 
But watch the trainers too. That gymnastics guy, the doctor for the Olympics. Watch your child around these people, adults. All right. Um, so my favorite is the uh, the strength coaches. Mm. They'll be like, fill in the stomach. They'll be like, oh, yeah, keep that stiff. Or, or the back. They're like, oh, you got to keep that stiff. And they're touching their back to show up. You can't do it. You can't do it. Mm-mm. At all. It's crazy. Can't do it. Um, comment. Do you touch kids? No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't comment if you do that. Don't put it up if they do that. But it, is, it, is it a problem? Are you watching your coach? How do they communicate with them? Are they doing if they If they win victory, they won state title, and they're like, ah, ah, can't do it. Coaches, you can't celebrate with touching. That doesn't excuse you from the behavior of grooming. Any questions on that? Do I, have we got a comment? Does that thing even work? No, not yet. All right. Well, thanks for comments. Um, you know, like when I say comment, there's a comment overlay. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I can't. We, usually I can see a screen what's going on. So this podcast kind of came together uh, because a mom lectured me. We covered that a little while ago about turn down the music because they need to hear what mom and dad says. So here's the question I have for all of you is, is the parent on the sideline coaching more about parents need to control the situation or their desire for the child to be successful. Which one do you think it is now, Anthony? Yeah. How much did your, uh, mother or father scream and yell at you from the sideline? Ooh, when I was younger, it was my dad. And then he started taking pictures because he knew how he had to be quiet. Offset, offset it. Yeah. Get busy. That's a great idea. Become a camera person. Just work on a, a hobby. Yeah, because if you talk taking pictures, you get kicked out. So it worked for him. Yeah, he actually did uh, helped us out at Phoenix College taking pictures for us. He, he developed a talent to the point where he was uh, being very helpful to our program. Um, that's a great, great way of getting out of feeling the need like you have to Screaming and yell at your child. And you're not even the coach. And that's another discussion, but we won't talk about that right now. We're going to talk about the parent that, who feels that we have to turn down the music so they can interject and hear, hear what they have to say. So next question, what motivates you, the parent, the ones that have no control, um, to scream at your child during a youth sporting event? Like what, what goes through your head that causes you to go nuts and need to say something that's a foul ref i don't i don't get it and it's great and i talked to kenny laird uh who coaches at ccb and he's at the nationals in denver or whatever and uh two parents got escorted out of dick's sporting park for i came say it on the show but basically told the referee they would face beep, 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 a lot. So I Dang. just do your, they got escorted out of Dick's, Dick's sporting party. That's like 30 soccer fields of yeah. people. And they got escorted by cops to get out. How embarrassing. Jeez. What's the solution? What's the solution, Anthony? 
I don't know. Do just let the parents go to a bar and live stream it for them. Hey, it was on my. Were you on my show when I talked about that? I might have been. No, I, I, so I was gonna do it with um, my soccer team where I was gonna live stream into a sports bar and have them watch and see how how well the the kids played without the sideline. I think it would. I think they would play better. Of course they would. I couldn't imagine doing anything where I'm actually trying to like solve a problem or take a test or anything with people. Oh, you got to do this with Exactly. I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to function. So next question, have you ever discussed your behavior with your child on how they, how they make you feel when you interject during a game? Well, you got to think about it. Like depending on the age, if they're younger, you know, middle school, like second grade, third grade, fourth grade, you have that many people yelling at you, you're just going to be confused the whole game. Like, you might not be angry, whatever, telling your parents to, you know, stop screaming, but you're definitely going to, you know, it's all going to be all over you and stuff. You don't want that. But when you get to high school and your parents are still screaming at you and doing all that, now it's going to turn into, I'm going to fight with my parents back and forth. I and think that's, that's what happens a lot. You know, I, I, was, I was driving to work today, and... I was on the freeway and something came came up in my head from from my past. It was something I said to somebody. I won't say exactly what was said, but I remember seeing their face of like they felt really bad. And then I was the technically the abuser with uh, uh, comments that made that person feel bad. And this was like 20 years ago. And it just came up. And I felt so bad again. Like, imagine what the person that was receiving it, receiving it, how they felt. Yeah. And the thing is, I think you remember it forever. Like, never leaves. There's, 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 um, in my memory bank back before the age of 10, I can remember situations where I was embarrassed or ridiculed or something by a teacher or a coach or, or, or some, or a friend in front of a lot of people that I still remember today. Like, yeah, of course. and that's not including the, the, the memories I suppress. I can't imagine it being in a competitive sport, soccer with a parent that nonstop attacks you from the sideline, not knowing that it's going to affect their child into their adult ages. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. So those, have you seen those like uh, TikToks, like the car ride homes? No. Oh, really? Oh, those are funny. Like, um, it's just like you can, there's like something going on. It's like perfect normal face if, you know, you messed up during the game or, you know, you lost, you lost, you know, um, you didn't do homework or something like that. But it's like, Oh, the the person has their face crying and stuff because it's on the car ride home with their dad. Like, I mean, people don't really realize that or whatever, but the, those are the memories that the kids remember the most. I would imagine. Now, I I went on um, AI and I asked it, give me reasons specific reasons why parents behave this way. Cause it's not appropriate because you know what bothers me even more is like, you'll have, there's two kinds of parents. There's the parents that are the freedom fighters. And then there's 
the liberals, you know, because Democrats, we're always in twos, you know. So on the sideline, they join forces and they're one in effort for the most part. I'm just, you know, generally speaking, like 70, 80 percent of the crazies. They, they come together and do the same thing, same thing. So I'm just talking about the, the, the hardcore libertarians out there that want absolute freedom and all that stuff, but then, but not in sport, you're going to yell at your child. So if you are a libertarian, you're a hardcore conservative about freedom, about, you know, leave me alone. And you're going to micromanage your child on the sideline. You are a hypocrite and you're not raising your child in what you think is, you know, freedom. You have to have freedom to be able to to play the game. You have to have thought. Yeah. Exactly. What were you going to say? Uh, there's two comments. Um, one was someone said, I think parents feel entitled because they are paying lots of money for club soccer. So they yell and do whatever they want um, on the sidelines. Do you think because they're the parents and they pay, you know, the five grand for their kid to play club soccer, make it appropriate? Well, I, I, I think that's partially the reason. I still think even if they were scholarshiped, that human would, would still behave the same. Now, I think maybe if they have control with money, um, feel like, hey, I'm going to take my money elsewhere, that, that's a different problem. That's a coaching problem. And by the way, all this, all these problems, I blame club soccer and the coaches. Uh the, the ones running it, we're not unified as coaches to stand up and say, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. Let's do it the right way and, and be okay with losing and be more about developing kids because the only way you're going to get better in the game of soccer is you have to have an opportunity to play the game in a real structured environment where there's a referee, there's a, a win and a loss, and be able to be in that environment without the stresses of the sideline screaming and yelling, demanding perfection and being allowed to, to fail and process how I failed. How am I going to overcome this? How do I get better? Versus I'm so scared to fail because I'm going to get yelled on the sideline and be embarrassed and I can't function. So the next time the ball comes to me, what I'm going to do, I'm going to kick it or repeat the same mistake over and over again because we're mentally messed up that way because of all the adrenaline, misdirected adrenaline from the sideline. It's uh, horrifying. So... Yes, money is a problem, especially those that are paying, but I think it's a little more complicated than that. I think humans just can't control themselves. They're, they just are who they are. What's the second question? Uh, is there a difference between yelling at a ref or your kid or both embarrassing or have a negative effect on the kid? It, it's it. It's both horrifying and ridiculous. That, and by the way, I'm refing futsal. It's not easy. I, I'm refing futsal and I'm getting yelled at because I'm like watching when the ball's going out of bounds because I don't have ARs. And by doing that, I can't see other things. Yeah. So I'm missing a lot. And I apologize. I'm sorry I missed that. I was seeing if the ball went out. So it's not, it's not easy to ref. But if you scream at the referee because you didn't like the call or whatever, uh, you're doing two things. One, you're, you're, uh, you're, creating an environment of win at all costs because you want to mani manipulate the referee or you're demanding like you have to have it a, a certain way and you're letting your kid know at the same time that, you know, it's the ref's fault versus just internalize things and affect change through the game of soccer regardless of the officiating. But you should 
you need to develop a player to be able to deal with bad calls because it's going to happen. Yeah. It happens to the best refs in the world. Instead of being angry at the ref, be more focused on the next situation of how can I affect things. And it it's totally blows my mind that we keep doing that and the referee costs keep going up and the shortage of referees keep go, going up as well. Uh, no matter how much money we pay referees, we're always going to be a situation of low referees, uh, low number in referees because money doesn't buy happiness. No one wants to be yelled at and then think about that 20 years down the line, go, oh my gosh, I got yelled at for making a, a call I didn't see. Um, it's ridiculous. But AI says this. So this is why parents and those that are watching, may, you know, some of you are probably in this situation. So uh, what motivates the parent to scream or yell at their child in a youth sporting event? It's uh, an emotional investment, says AI. Parents may have deep emotional investment in their child's success and feel that expressing their intensity through vocal outbursts will motivate the child to perform better. Hmm. I mean, I guess that's true, but... Of course it is. It's AI. <laughs> it searched the entire webosphere and brought all the good information, brought it and brought it to this podcast. Secondly, lack of perspective, or in other words... Um, zero intelligence in the matter. Parents may be caught up in the heat of the moment and lose sight of the bigger picture, such as a child's overall development, enjoyment of the game, or importance of sportsmanship. Third, over-identification with the child's performance. Parents who see their child's success or failure as a reflection of their own worth or identity may scream out frustration or fear of being judged. That's a big one. That is. I feel that. I feel like everyone does. I feel that when I watch in, uh, my children, I got four, I won't mention which one, but when they make a mistake after mistake after mistake and, you know, I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, please sub him out. He's embarrassing me, my family, my, my future grandchildren. <laughs> Just kidding. But you feel it. You're like, ah, you know, you don't want, you don't want to feel that. You want to think your child's better than, than they are. And, and I do that and I try to control that. And I don't know, I can like, I'll see Jack play and I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's amazing. He can be a pro. And then I'm like, then I'm like, watch the video. I'm like, eh, no, no. You know what I did with Jack? What? And he, Jack's a great player. Um, he's, and he's getting better and better. And, and I love the, his ability to, to get through the situation. So I put Jack um, against Zeus, Zoeta Caro. Yeah. And, and what? Just like defending headers. <laughs> <laughs> so the ones that don't know, Zeus is what, 6'2, 190. Maybe bigger. 205. I don't know. 40 inch vertical. And he's a man. Like, yeah. Athletic. He, he's an NFL athlete. He's he like looks, that. He looks level. like an edge. He looks, he looks like an NFL edge player. Oh, yeah. He's, Easy. he's just big. And uh, and Zeus was showing him how to to you know defend. And by the way, Jack got better from being in that environment because Zeus was helping him for one. But two, how do you know if you don't know? I mean, yeah. Zeus is equivalent to a Premier League player, like a high level 
uh, Premier League player as far as w- trying to be strong, speed, uh, trying to head the ball. I mean, yeah, he's just that's the he, highest level you could find. He has the athleticism for it. So I, you imagine me screaming at Jack nonstop, be like, "You, you got to body him. You, you got to do better." Like he's he's taking on a NFL level athlete, trying to stop him from winning headers. And guess what? Jack did not do well, but he got better because he was in that environment and I didn't scream and yell. And it was a, it was a safe environment. And Zeus is so good, by the way, he's a great teacher, like the, communicating with one-on-one. Oh my gosh. Like he, he's valuable. If you want to teach your kid how to defend headers on a corner kick or attack headers, send a message to me. I'll get you in contact with Zeus who does private training. He does fitness. Really? But he definitely can do that. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 like getting into that. Um and he'll be graduating, uh becoming a nurse soon. Oh, good for him. Here from Phoenix College. So that's pretty cool. Uh next one is lack of self awareness or control, which is a lot of them. And them meaning the crazy parents. Some parents may not realize the impact of their screaming or struggle to manage their own emotions in the highly charged environment of youth sporting events. All of that. All right. So um, if you have any uh, questions or concerns on the comments I'm making, uh, be sure to send a message and subscribe to Rumble, where you're going to find me, because I'm going to slowly get out of all the other social media fears uh, and focus on Rumble uh, so I can just be me and not get banned for YouTube for videos like this. Oh, let's see. Uh, he's not quick to the Kill, back. Wait a minute. What? This. Are you kidding? Claymore! Claymore by Mackin! So the important so so players watching this podcast, if you want to develop your game, you're gonna have to do it on your own with no parents on the side, just pick up games. Pick up games are everything. Culture matters. So much so during futsal. I caught these two kids that set up their own goalie war game games outside in 115 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona. Do you have that video? It's right here. So, they're just playing goalie wars. So for all the parents out there that want their kid to be so success, successful during Saturday where you scream at them uh, or championship Sunday, if they're not playing pickup soccer, kind of like that, they just love the game so much. They're just like, hey, let's play goalie wars or whatever they were doing. I, I thought that was so cool. Yeah, uh, they're, they're not going to advance the next level. The, that, the highest level athletes in the world in the game of soccer uh, grew up playing on the street. They, I mean, they would play academy, and then they would do street soccer for like four hours. I mean, that's any sport, though, too. You can do that for any sport, yeah. not even just soccer. Pick up basketball. Now, basketball's changing because basketball's become more like club. So there's not the freedom of just playing. Yeah. That's going away because, uh, well, in Arizona, they're copying. I know this because I know who's doing the club part. Matt. Matt. Uh, he he coached here at Phoenix College. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So he started, you know, uh, basically competitive youth basketball. And I get there's pockets of it, but this is like 
big and they're going to like do state and all this stuff like we do in soccer, mm -hmm. but they're all paid coaches and stuff like that. And there's so many people screaming and yelling and, and doing crazy things. It's actually worse than soccer. I've seen the leagues that they, they held and it's scary. These are like eight year olds. They're ballers, but man, those parents are relentless and they're on the court screaming and yelling. No different than I guess the like food city tournaments and stuff, you know, U eight, they're playing like 10 on 10 and the parents are just screaming relentless and they're on the field. Mm. There, there is no painted lines. They're, they're, they're on the field. It's crazy. Um, I'm missing a lot of videos. I didn't think I updated on my, Oh, uh, we have a new segment of all ball. Oh yeah. So we have a new segment of all ball through the overlay. So there's these two gentlemen that decided, and a referee, by the way, that played a game with a bowling ball with 50,000 Legos. Ooh. Dance in the snow. Yeah, that, that seems painful. It got a ton of views. I guess it was worth it for them whenever <laughs> you get paid for that. But uh, be sure to follow me at Rumble, uh, rumble.com. It'll all be put on your link tree. I'll it'll be it. on my link tree. Uh, you can put, he'll put it on his uh, Facebook and on his Instagram profile. As soon as he shows me how to do it. I think it is on my Instagram profile. But um, we're also, a uh, reminder, we are sponsored by botsguy.com. So botsguy.com is basically AI for your website. So it automates um, everything you do within your website so you can communicate and not be there, I guess. But it's supposed to be like the next level of bots. Botsguy.com. Look them up. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Any questions we need to handle? No. Uh, someone said um, Rapino will retire. I don't think he saw the video. You should uh, uh, put that up a little more time. That flipping Megan. Maybe it's always time on my show. Get off, Megan. It's not a Smash. <laughs> so Megan Rapino uh, is retiring and uh, gonna do whatever it takes to make sure she destroys the women's uh, national team by uh, making sure uh, men take over. And I want to elaborate on that because YouTube will ban me. <laughs> and one more strike and I'm gone. Um, yeah, so that is what's going on in the world. Uh, make sure you don't touch children unless they're actually yours. It, don't touch them because you're, you're technically a pedophile. And uh, go watch that movie, uh, Sounds of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. Support that so we can uh, unveil all the evildoers in Hollywood. And, um, yeah, that's all I have. Anthony's going to go to Gonzaga. When do you leave? Uh, I go back on Friday. I came back for two weeks. And just, you're, uh, you're playing Utah Tech. Yeah. So, so you're playing Angel, Angel. Sound Day. Now, what, what, are you at Utah Tech? Yeah, at Utah Tech. What, do you know the date? Yeah. We, yeah. We so uh, I'm going to go to that game because I'd love to see you take on Angel. And uh, it's only like five and a half hours from here, I think. Maybe six. St. George. Utah. And for the ones that don't know, Utah September Tech. September 17th. What day is that? Is that a Thursday? 
Oh, right now, Sunday. Perfect. Sunday, yeah. Sunday's perfect. So I'll have a Saturday night game. Uh, one, 1 p.m. I will be in uh, St. George on September, September 17th. So I will play somebody, and then I will fly to Vegas, get a car, and it's like two hours from Vegas, yeah? Really? St. George? Yeah, two hours. Hmm. Hour and a half, maybe. Not sure. But I'm excited for the game. That's going to be cool. I'm going to put a whole schedule together. So you're going to Gonzaga. Uh, Angel's going to Utah Tech. Um, Gaio's going to Cal Baptist. Um, Mora. Mora's going to San Jose State. Yep. And then um, who else is going? We have uh, uh, Jesus is going to Arizona Ottawa? Christian. Arizona Christian. A- oh, ACU. Yeah. Okay. And then who else am I missing? There's others. Well, yeah, well, I'm getting I confused with current. And, and then uh, uh, we have um, uh, who's leaving on a Mormon mission? He's going to um, Chile. Oh, um, let's see. Did you hear that? Drayden. Drayden, yeah. Yeah. I'm on his, I'm on his email list, so I get updates. Now. Okay, yeah. So Drayden, yeah, I went to his farewell uh, last Sunday or Sunday before, two Sundays ago. And uh, he's right now at the MTC in Utah, and then he's going to go to Chile, I think in Utah. But um, did you hear that boom? Like a firework? Outside right now? Yeah. I thought someone dropped something. You hear that all the time. Uh, in central Phoenix. Yeah. Could be dangerous. Well, we'll be live every Sunday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find me on YouTube for now until I get my next strike, which is a 90-day band. Rumble now. Thank you for subscribing over there. We couldn't do Rumble last week because I didn't, I didn't have enough subs subscribers so thank you for that uh and be sure to like and share this podcast from rumble that'd be amazing and you can find us also on spotify iHeartRadio, radio and wherever else podcasts are found both audio and video on spotify now and uh yeah we'll be back next sunday 8 p.m mountain center time where el rojo will be back Anthony, are you still in town no i leave friday morning well that sucks yes well, we need to put you on the hot seat. Thank you so much, Anthony. I wish you the best of luck. Oh, and thanks to Bones. Oh, careful. Oh, shoot. Uh, for let, letting us uh, know what's appropriate touch. And there's no appropriate touch. Uh, you can't touch them. Yeah. Watch your kids around your soccer coaches. And uh, that's all I got. I think we're out. We'll see you next Sunday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Peace.